You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes and even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will thrive So I'll stand down and be J-U-I-C-Y Hey y'all, it's Lisa Cherney here, and I'm super excited about this special episode of the GFR show. Instead of a guest or instead of just me, you are actually going to get to listen in on a recent generous interactive event that I hosted called the Marketing Reset Retreat. Let me ask you, do you love marketing? Do you enjoy being out there doing stuff to attract clients? In other words, do you enjoy marketing? Oh, I know it's a loaded question and I know it's kind of one of those things where you feel like, well, you know, it's like uh, um, I have to do it. So I may, I'm really main, you know, kind of need to suck it up. It doesn't mean I need to enjoy it. It's like one of those things. And yes, for sure. If you're a business owner, you need to be marketing but you don't need to not enjoy it. And you don't, it doesn't need to be a chore. It doesn't need to be something you dread. It doesn't need to be something that causes overwhelm. It doesn't need to be something that you force yourself to do. This is the revelation that I hope that you get from listening to this marketing reset retreat. So what you're going to hear is what is, was a part two to a retreat that I did. And so it's a bit of an abridged version. You're gonna get the three steps to reset your marketing, three steps to reset your marketing. And you're going to hear about the evolving experts ascension model, which really will be such a relief to many of you who feel like you you have been through a lot of struggle in your business, that possibly you experienced a struggle to birth the thing, <laughs> which is many of you relate to, which is many of our guests talk about. And then you may relate to having additional struggle throughout your business. And some of you may realize like, oh my gosh, this totally served my business. Some of you may realize while you're in it, oh my gosh, this is totally going to help me in my business. And then there's Many of you that are not connecting the dots and it just feels like a shit show and you kind of wonder, can I even do this? Am I cut out for it? So what you're going to hear in the evolving expert ascension model is, is a, you're going to be able to exhale and you're going to be able to see like, oh, my healing and my struggle is actually all 
like to serve my business and I lay it all out for you. And if you want to see a visual of this evolving experts Ascension model, you can go to my new updated lisachurney.com website. That's L-I-S-A-C-H-E-R-N-E-Y.com website. And the evolving expert ascension model is there because what we realized is that many of the ways that I work with people, including the show and the GFR squad, are applicable to different phases of this journey. And it's just awesome. It really acknowledges that your healing and your up-leveling, your evolution is in service of your business. And you'll specifically learn how it helps you grow and evolve your business. And this is a key part of the marketing reset process, because when you reset your marketing, you need to confess what's not working, step one. You need to stop what isn't working, step two. And step three is you need to choose a new way that you're going to get out there in a way that feels good to you that feels good to you. So I am super excited for you to hear a lot of the juiciness around step three, choosing, because you will get a vibe for the way that I coach my unmentor clients when it comes to their marketing. And you, and this, you may have heard me talk about this, but it is part of my unlaunch philosophy, which is an alternative to launching. It's, it's an alternative way to be out there marketing that is in alignment, that feels good, that feels in flow, that has sincerity and generosity as its foundation. So I talk a lot about that um, in this marketing reset retreat episode, um, specifically on step three, where I talk about choosing new ways to get out there. And you know, sometimes you need to unlearn stuff that you've learned about marketing and really be willing to open up to the possibility that doesn't need to be done in the way that they say it needs to be done, especially if the way that they say it doesn't resonate with you. So my intention from you listening to this episode is that at the end, you are inspired to get out there in new ways that you feel like you've been given permission to let go of the things that don't work for you. I am super excited. You will definitely want to have a notebook and a pen because it is a workshop format. So each of the three steps of the marketing reset process have questions. You know how I roll y'all. That's why the GFR commandments all have questions that we call the confession questions. So questions are so great for um, unearthing things. And if you're a journaler, you can journal the questions. If you just want to talk it through with an audio recording to yourself or go on a walk and think about it. But having those questions to ponder are really going to help you do some of the inner soul searching or inner awareness that is necessary to start to do something new to start to do something new. Yeah, so definitely have a notebook and a pen. You'll also wanna have your copy of the 12 GFR commandments because each of the steps happens to coordinate with the GFR commandment. It's just, they're just so good. They just come up all the time. So uh, we'll put a link to the show notes if you haven't gotten your 12 GFR commandments yet, you definitely wanna do that. And I think th that's all that you need to listen. And then at the end, I'll let you know how you can get more information about the unlaunch incubator. If that's something that you, when you hear about it, you're like, hmm, I'd like to hear more about that. I'll let you know how you can do that. And then as always, I love to hear from you. So, you know, Facebook Messenger, 
uh, reply to any email we send you. Just send me an email at hey, H-E-Y at gfr.life. Anything you want to share with me after listening to this, I would love to hear it. So without further ado, enjoy your Marketing Reset Retreat because marketing doesn't need to feel like marketing. I'm excited for part two. My intention is to do a little brief review over the three-step reset process and then be able to have a majority of the time to be for coaching and questions on, you know, on what I share. So I'm excited because as I was preparing for this, I got some more nuances <laughs> about what I was teaching and I, I connected more dots. And so um, there's going to be, I think, some depth too that I didn't have before. We had uh, like 50 or 60 people on the four hour retreat on a Friday, which was so great. And we sent out the recordings and I was like, you know, I want to take a deeper cut and I want to help people with their soapbox. So um, if you were here or you watched the recording, you saw that probably like the third part, the, the recording of part one, if you go back and watch it is in three parts. And the third part is where we really dove into the idea of identifying your soapbox. And how, like, basically when that fire is identified, like that stand that you're going to take is identified, marketing stops feeling like marketing. It really starts feeling like, you know what, I'm sharing my ideas, I'm helping people, I'm inviting people to work with me. Like there's, there, it, it just takes on a whole different energy than the pushing or trying or stressful kind of energy that my marketing used to have. And I imagine many of you also um, experienced that as well. So we'll be using the chat to create interaction. And then I'll for sure be opening it up for what I call love seat type coaching or questions on what I share. And I think this is going to be a nice executive summary of the three-step marketing reset process a great zoom out on kind of like a soapbox workshop because what we found when we were creating the unlaunch process, which, okay, so let me just give you a little background on this whole marketing reset. I had to give myself a marketing reset, y'all. I have been doing marketing since I have been, since consciousmarketing.com, which was in 1999. So uh, I have been doing marketing and teaching, mar well, I've been, I did marketing and corporate for 10 years before I started consciousmarketing.com. And when I started consciousmarketing.com, Calling anything conscious was super innovative back in 1999. People didn't really know what to make of it. But I knew that it was inside out, that everybody was sort of looking out here to like, how should I describe this? And what will the market bear? And what, what do they want me to say? And I knew I needed to help people get out of their head, into their heart, find their own words so that they could attract what they wanted. And I don't even think I really understood the full metaphysical, spiritual, universal sort of message of that. I just knew like I was meeting great people and when I would meet them, their marketing would be a complete disconnect. And I was like, well, how are they going to attract people with their marketing if they are not their marketing? So fast forward now 22 years and I am even more committed in a more sort of GFR, get F and real kind of way to help people not only come from the inside out with their marketing, but to but to implement it, to be out there, to launch, to do all the terms that, that really represent the doing of it, to do it in a way that feels good, right? Like back then, you no, know, it was before social media. 
It was before Facebook. It was like before it was assumed that everybody had a website. So the execution of marketing wasn't so complicated and detailed. And there, it, there was an online aspect with emails, but it just was not what it is today. And I just feel like we've gotten so messed up, <laughs> so messed up with all of the technology and the rules and the way we should do it. And I, I find that when we can give ourselves a marketing reset, when I gave myself a marketing reset two years ago and I said, okay, what if you didn't have to do anything that you didn't want to do? What if you could do it on your terms? What if, what if you could say no to all the things that don't work for you and still be successful and still be able to help people or companies the way you want to. And so I set out on this mission, just like I did back in 1999 with ConsciousMarketing.com. I left corporate and I'm like, well, that niching stuff is not working. And like what I learned in corporate's not working. And so I, I, I figured it out. And that's when Conscious Marketing, the marketing message program, which I still give my clients today. I don't sell it separately, but I still, it's a still core way I help people with their messaging. Like what if, now, fast forward to 22 years, the, the execution, the doing, the how we roll it out, whether we use social media or not, videos or not, whether we really like writing, whether we never want to be on Facebook again, like what if we really could do it on our terms? So that is the intention for this whole idea of the marketing reset. And I gave myself one and, and then I figured out what I did because that's what I did back you know, in the days of ConsciousMarketing.com, I figured out what I did to get clear on my message and how to sell myself and all that stuff. So that's what I did. And that, that created this unlaunch thing. So I'm going to teach some of these, what I call unmarketing or unlaunch principles. And that's in the third step of the process so that you walk away with things that you can use right away. Like, like cutting edge strategies, like generosity and sincerity, but really what do I mean by that? Like what actually, how do I do that in my marketing? We're going to talk about that. I encourage you to walk through if you're watching the recording, just as if you were here and I'm going to be giving you questions to ask yourself with the reset retreat on Friday, the four hour thing, we actually like did the whole process. I have evolved over my 22 years and these are three iterations of what my business looked like. And each time, you know, I use those conscious marketing messaging things to get clear on who I was, you know, and then I, you know, back in 2014, I had built this six-figure university and everything, and I had like a, a major crisis as a business owner because I hated my business. And unlike, you know, it's, it's interesting because when you're making a lot of money, so we had hit seven figures in 2013. When you're making a lot of money and it's super successful and people like it, it's really hard to say, I'm going to stop doing it. But that is what I did. And I'll tell you more of that as we go along the three-step process, three-step reset process, because part of what happened and what I did to unravel everything is part of the process. So, but I know there's many of you that are See, I, I feel like it was a blessing that I got to seven figures and then realized I wasn't happy because I thought that was going to fix everything. I thought that I could suck it up and do marketing stuff that I didn't totally love for the payoff of the money and, and like the success in helping people, but it, it wasn't enough of a payoff. And so I hope that I can keep you from doing that. I hope that I can keep you from like really focusing on this money thing and thinking like, all of this is going to make sense and all of this is going to be worth it if I can get to that, that definition of success, which is based on money. So, and I bet if you're here, you are beginning to redefine your measures of success, enjoyment, fulfillment, fun, uh, peace, <laughs> just like 
you know, so I, I have a different measure of my success and it's, and it, that has really given me permission to market in a way that I want to market. And guess what? I'm successful anyway, or I'm successful also. And so it's a real kind of mind. It's like, this is a conversation that not a lot of people are having. There's, there's, it's like, you know, I was just doing some research on diet culture and dieting. And it's like, like there's such a small sliver of people that are like not dieting. And, and then all these people that say you need to control your food and your body and your weight. Same thing with this marketing, like cultures, particularly for us, trainers, coaches, therapists, like people that are marketing and selling themselves. There's a ton of people that are telling you, you need to do it a certain way. And that if you do, you're going to make a lot of money in a like, short period of time and everything's going to be fixed. And there's not a lot of people saying, you know what? Let me help you find your way. And you don't need to do those things if they don't resonate with you. And there's nothing wrong with you if they don't resonate with you. You can do it your way and make decent money and feel fulfilled and have fun. So if that resonates with you at all, you are in the right freaking place. And I am happy to be the voice of, of representing like a redefinition of success and an unmarketing and an unlearning because you know what? You're an expert. You are an expert and you know your stuff. And if I can give you back some of your power and your clarity and your trust in yourself, I have done my job. So I want to give you good stuff today and answer your questions and all that good stuff. So this is a picture of where I am now. And I decided that I, my priority was helping people to get out of their own way. I help evolving experts get up and real. So get at, like really get real about what, where they might be in their own way or what's effing them up. <laughs> stop what isn't working. This is one of the steps. I'll give you a little hint. The reset process is stopping what isn't working. Claiming their soapbox, right? So you heard that already, that term. That's part of the unlaunch process is really claiming the stand we're taking because when we do that, it's like, mm, it, it just, it fuels the whole thing. And this is so much more than picking a niche. And then uh, ultimately, uh, when I work with people much more closely, one-on-one, -on -one, um, we really work on redefining their success. So um, that's an overview. Some things that you need to fully play, um, participate today is the GFR commandments. You'll see that like each of these is a has a question and sort of a commandment. And we're going to use some of these today, but you're going to have fun looking at these afterwards and just seeing which ones speak to you because this isn't just some pretty lead magnet that I created. This was the result of a big introspective process that I did in 2018 where I was like, okay, my business is evolving the way that I want to help people. Do you ever get that feeling like something new is emerging? <laughs> You're like, you know, there's, I've been doing this a long time. You could feel like something new is emerging, but you don't know what. And it's a really hard place to be in sometimes. I really surrendered to it. And I was on a plane to a retreat and I was like, how is it that I help people? Or what is it? What do people say? Like, how am I helping them get out of their own way? Because I've been teaching marketing and selling and creating group programs and high ticket this and all the stuff, leverage groups and all this leverage business and all this stuff. But what, what I really loved over the past 22 years is helping people figure out why they're not doing those things. <laughs> why are you not doing the marketing? Why are you not getting out there? Why are you not doing the selling? Why are you not charging what you're worth? Why, 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 why? 
it's, it was, it was these 12 things. So that's what the GFR commandments are. These are the 12 ways that evolving experts, mission-driven entrepreneurs, soulful entrepreneurs get in their way. And it's really largely a product of because what we're selling is so personal. And so it becomes a personal healing GFR journey. And what I've seen, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, and I even have a cool evolving expert ascension model thing so you can really see this, is as they would break through some big stuff in their own fears and all that kind of stuff, they would have breakthroughs in their business. And so I'm all about that now. And when you are on that path, you really embrace giving yourself permission to do things your way because you begin to see oh I could see like sacrificing doing it my way is not getting me where I want. like I'm finally giving up pursuing like the the million dollar system and you know I was talking to somebody last night and they're like you know six figures in 90 days and like that just sounds like crash diet to me like that sounds like great you've lost 100 pounds in 90 days like you know how is that going to serve you over the long term it's not so there's a lot of there's a lot of metaphors that really uh, support the freedom that I'm wanting to really give you through this process. So here is your three-step reset process. I'm going to do a brief, as brief as I can, like executive overview. And, and then we're going to spend a, most of the time on step three, which is choosing. So step one is confess. <laughs> and you'll see with the GFR commandments, each commandment has a confession question. So I'm really big on not confession like I'm a Jew, so I don't know confession from, you know, like a Catholic and Christian way, but I'm big on confessing, like admitting what's not working, right? That's what I'm really big on, like when we can be real with ourselves first, right? So you want to confess what failures, you want to admit your failures, your marketing failures, and claim what you learned, right? We have so much baggage, around marketing stuff we've tried, things we've invested in, launches we've done that didn't do well. Like we have a lot of failures, but we don't spend enough time looking at what the gift was and what we learned. Like I have said this for years when I was helping people, when I still do, but claim their ideal client, I would say, knowing what you don't want is as, is as valuable as knowing what you do want. The same thing with marketing. Like if you have things that were failures, really seeing like what you liked and didn't like what worked and didn't work is so huge. So when I start working with people, like I started working with this gal, she had done six launches in four years. And the first thing we did was like a postmortem. We like looked at every single launch and all the results and how she did it and who she did it for. And there were things in there she didn't even realize were successes and things that she learned. So you want to do that. Step two is own what doesn't work for you when it comes to your marketing and give yourself permission to stop doing it. Oh, this was so fun on Friday in part one because people were like, I mean, one gal said, I'm actually giving my permission, myself permission to stop doing the things that people say I should do that I haven't even done. And I've been beating myself up that I'm not doing the things I should be doing. Well, I'm just going to stop thinking I should do those things. <laughs> I thought that was just great, right? Um, and some of you have done the things and maybe you've invested a lot of time and money to do the things. And then the third step, which is really where the payoff comes from, is in you getting to choose. So step three to your marketing reset is choosing, being open to new ways and choose what feels good to you. So I'm going to give you some new ways that not many people are talking about. There's a few of us because I was like a little pocket of sort of marketing freedom freaks, you know, that are, that are, are, have this narrative 
and are talking about new ways. And it's interesting because when you, when you're giving people new ways to do things, like when we created the unlaunch, it was like, I don't want to create another, like have to do it this way system, right? That would be like defeat the whole purpose. And so really creating a way to guide people to figure out what works for them is difficult. And I'm so glad that I have 20 years of training and facilitating. And like, I've, this is, I think Friday was my 50, my 46th retreat that I have led for leaders and entrepreneurs. And that helped me, that's helping me to figure out how to give people freedom, but in like a framework is kind of the word that I'm using. Now I want to show you how the three steps really line up with what what I see as how experts evolve in the space that we're in, where we're marketing or selling ourselves. There's a specific way that we evolve and grow in our business when it is an alignment and congruent and feels good and in flow and fun and fruitful and enjoyable. When it feels all that way, what, I, what I've seen, again, in my 20 years of mentoring six and seven figure entrepreneurs for long periods of time, two, three, four years, I see that struggle is kind of part of the deal, but it's, it's learning and growing from that struggle. And then it's not just any struggle, it's struggle related to the thing that you're holding space for. Okay. And we cannot all, there's no way I have not seen someone, even me, that can see all of it. We can't see all of it. We're so close to it. So uh, this quote really sums up what I'm trying to say. Our work fuels our healing, and our healing fuels our work. I remember when I first discovered this, I called it the wormhole. I was like, I'm seeing all these entrepreneurs fall into this wormhole. It's making them crazy. They're like, what? You know, their life is falling apart. It just feels terrible. They're embarrassed because like, I should know how to deal with this because I'm an expert. And, you know, and then they get, they get thrust out the other side, kind of like, like they time travel, just like in the science fiction movies. They don't even know like where they are and they've had it, they've gotten an upgrade. And so that healing that fuels their work, they launch a new program, they add a new module, they launch a whole new business because now they're like this different person because, you know, they're helped their dad. You know, one of the gals from on Friday talked about how she helped her dad die. And now this corporate consultant is like, I want to help people die. Like that is the very definition of a macro example of our work fuels our healing and our healing fuels our work. Sometimes it's a daily thing or a weekly thing or it happens in the period of a month, you know, and of course in COVID it was like a crucible. And, you know, um, I, I really saw people struggling and then come out the other side completely like, un, like with a new resilience and a new body of work. So when you're in a container and a conversation where that's the norm, it's awesome because you're like, okay, cool. This sucks, but I know this has a purpose and, and, it, and it's going to fuel my marketing. It's going to fuel my business. So this is what it looks like in, in a model for those of you that like geek out for visuals like I do. So, and I'm mapping this whole idea of our work fuels our healing and our healing fuels our work. I, it, I'm calling it the evolving expert ascension model. And I want you to see how it, each part 
aligns with one of those steps in the marketing reset process. Because if you truly are wanting to, it's like, I just recently decided I'm not dieting anymore. I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I don't believe in it anymore. I'm done with it. And I feel like there's like this, and there's this, there's a parallel story with deciding that I'm going to stop trying to launch. I'm going to stop trying to create a Facebook group and post in there, you know, three times a week. And I'm going to stop trying to do this. And I don't even like being in Facebook. I'm going to stop trying to do the stuff that people say that I should do. That's going to get a certain payoff when I'm not feeling good about it. I'm feeling icky or I'm feeling stressed or whatever it is. So the first step of the reset process is admitting your failures and claiming what you learned. And the first step in the Ascension model for evolving experts that their work fuels their healing and their healing fuels their work is vulnerability and confession, right? It is, it is getting real. And, you know, and the payoff here in, in the number one is seek, we're, like we're seeking alignment unapologetically. So if that's you, uh, I'm happy to give you a way to do that in your marketing. And you'll see that the next step, and this is a upward spiral, by the way, these moments of our healing, fueling our work can feel really crappy, but we're never going back. And that's actually a GFR commandment number 11 says, embrace you're not the same person you were when you made those mistakes and they will not repeat. We're never that same person, but doesn't it feel like it sometimes? So the second part of the Ascension model, stop what isn't working. That's where the healing comes from. And we release shame and unworthiness. And does this impact our marketing? Yes, it impacts our pricing. It impacts our, our ability to make an offer and stand in our power as the expert that we are. This is all about our marketing, really, and nothing about our marketing. You know what I mean? So step two in the reset process is own what doesn't work for you. Give yourself permission to stop doing it. And that's the second step in our ascension model. And the payoff is it is. You, just, you will feel lighter. I had one of my clients in the Unmentor program. She said, before I met you, my business was a shame factory. And I was like, oh, I know so many people relate to that. It's time to stop that, but we can't stop it unless we kind of look at what, you know, look at what, look at those failures. What did we learn? And then step two, give ourselves permission to stop what's not working. Just, just stop. Because the alternative is just to keep struggling, and that's, that's not okay with me, and I don't think it's okay with you. So step three, remember, is choosing, right? This is where we're going to spend a bunch of our time today, is on choosing what works for you. That is where the evolution, that is really where you come around to the upward spiral, and you're like, damn, wow, I, wow, I can't even believe where I am. Like, that's where I am right now in my business. I cannot believe how good it feels. Fuck money as the only measure of our success. That is such BS and so like it's so uh, like a virus because it, it clouds even our judgment on what to do, how to be out there in our marketing. And so my business is a super success because it feels the best it's ever been. I feel in flow, which is one of the principles we're going to talk about here. I feel authentic. I feel generous. And I figured out how to do that in my marketing and in my business. And that's what I want for you. If you want that, anybody want to feel generous, sincere, and authentic in their, in their business, in their marketing. So that's the third step of this Ascension model is 
that's where we evolve. And I love the infinity symbol because I feel like it's kind of like this, like we evolve and get clarity and it goes into our business and then our business heals us. And it's kind of like that. And that is where the confidence gets increased because when we're not admitting what's not working and we're feeling like failures, right? Now we start to feel like imposters. Who am I to do X, Y, Z? And that is just like, that is like a virus of all for mission-driven entrepreneurs, just feeling, feeling like an imposter. So uh, if, that, if you resonate with that, you're going to want to do this three-step process and uh, it's going to be super healing. So, so now there's the payoff at the bottom of the, of the Ascension model, which is m- my clients and my business succeed. So not just, not just you, right? But now your clients are having success. I just talked with a client yesterday and she thought she needed a launch. She had a, a 297 product and she's like, this is my ticket out. I need residual income. And she was launching the crap out of this thing. And, but then when we really looked at her business, her business model, we looked at what she likes to do, which is not launching. <laughs> She had one client that was draining her that she thought, I cannot let go of this client is 25% of my income. But we like realized, she realized through my support and admitted and confessed that that was just draining her. And now she's completely redone her business model with like retainer clients and virtual CFO thing. And she's not looking to that product that she was launching so feverishly now to be her way out. She has, that would have been a band-aid, whereas the systematic changes we're making in her business have changed the whole thing and how, and changed her marketing. So when you get to the fourth part, which again could happen in a week or it could happen in a month or a year, this is like an an iterative process when you're in it with your business. So I know you guys relate to your business being a place where you, it evolves you. Right? I know if you're mission-driven, you, you get it at some level, my business is like a boot camp. I used to call it a spiritual boot camp. It is for sure, and it's even more than that. I think it is like a conduit for our evolution. And when we, but, but if we're fighting it by trying to do stuff that doesn't work for us and our marketing, and we're fighting it because we feel like shits because we couldn't make the thing work that seemed to work for everybody else but us, that, that's what holds us back. That's not because we couldn't word the Facebook ad right. You guys know what I mean? I'm sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do. (laughs) And I wish I had a ton of time for interaction because that's my preference, but I'm trying to give you all like sort of the executive summary and then get to the part where I can do some coaching and um, you can ask questions and all that good stuff. This fourth part of the Ascension model says you will claim the value of your expertise, take a stand at a new level. So that's hinting at that soapbox and celebrate. And that redefining of success and that celebrating is what change is a game, complete game changer. And then, of course, the vulnerability and the confession comes right back around there. So Alan Cohen is one of my favorite mentors. And he said this to me personally when I was freaking out after a retreat I did with him. And he said, Lisa, it only feels like the sky is falling, but really you're ascending. So if you feel, if you're listening to this and you feel like you're in more pain than ever around your marketing, you're ascending. The sky is not falling. You, your tolerance 
has gone down. You can no longer, like I, I always say, I have a low tolerance for not being happy. That's what ha- had me leave the seven-figure business instead of trying to drag it on and make it work for me. And so I'm here to give you permission to make big changes. That is a, an overview of these three steps inside how it looks in this model. And so the last thing I want to give you before I go to really diving into choose and giving you a whole bunch of new ways to like be in your marketing and new strategies to, to take in your marketing, I want to give you just some questions to ask yourself for step one and step two so that you could do it on your own. Okay. So here is the question. I want to show you how it relates to the commandment. So remember, you're confessing, you're admitting, you're admitting failures, anything. And I put it in quotes because, right, like it really felt crappy at the time and maybe even still does. But you learned something and it's important to know what that is. So here, so commandment number 11, embrace you're not the same person you were when you made those mistakes and they will not repeat. That confession question is what past mistakes are causing me self-doubt now? This is so huge, y'all. For people that come to me from marketing recovery, <laughs> I've never said that before, but that's really what it is. Like unmarketing or unlearning, unlearning, you know, when they come to me for recovery around marketing and then their business, this is so, this is such a huge one that needs, that needs attention. So I want you to write this question down. What past marketing failures are holding me back now? And I I encourage you to like really take some time and look at that. It's going to, it will lighten this load of baggage that is really keeping you from giving yourself permission to do it differently. It's like, it's like I, that investment didn't pay off. How many of you said that? I can't make another investment or do another thing because that last one didn't pay off. And we're blaming ourselves for that. When really it's the thing, it's the system that didn't work for us. It wasn't a fit, but we, but we, inherently think something's wrong with us and that's really a shame so make sure you so write that down what past marketing failures are holding me holding me back now so here's the question for step two in the commandment so step two again is own what doesn't work for you and give yourself permission to stop doing it and the commandment is eight know that sometimes stopping is the most lucrative action to take And sometimes lucrative means money, sometimes lucrative means joy, but sometimes we just need to freaking stop. Where do I need to pause or stop but haven't because of fear? And then the marketing reset version of this question is, what doesn't work for you in your marketing and you'd like to stop doing it? And you can even, if if it resonates with you, you could say, or in your business. So what doesn't work for you in marketing and you'd like to stop doing it? What doesn't work for you in your business and you'd like to stop doing it? Some of the things that I stopped doing was, well, a lot of things, but, you know, I had that seven figure, I I got $2 million. And quite frankly, I made, I think I made maybe $300,000 that year. So a million dollars in gross revenue. And I took home maybe 300000 I think it was less than that because of the team and all the expenses. And when you launch, you got to give JV stuff. Now, there was a lot of things that I stopped doing. And I realized that in order to get the business to grow where it could be more profitable, I didn't resonate with any of the things that I knew I should be doing. So I have friends in all the places in marketing and all the mentors and gurus and all the, you know, and I'm like, oh, you just need to get more butts and seats and you need to launch more often and you really need to play that JV game and, and, you know, and all this stuff and none of it resonated. 
And I had made investments in learning those things. And so if, you, if that resonates with you, please make sure you're recognizing that in your process. So you want to really look at ah, the things you see as failures. Like I look at my seven-figure business and it's like a biggest failure and my biggest success because failure, because I, I, I built something I didn't like. You know, I built something that really wasn't me. And I don't regret it because I feel like it was the biggest GFR moment of my career and it, and it and helped me really launch this whole new body of work and really serving people and getting real about what they're doing that isn't working. And those past mistakes are often investments that we made. And I needed to really look at what worked for me. You know, now when I work with people more closely, we look at all their investments, kind of like a collection, and we say, what? What piece works for you? Oh, that piece works for you. Great. Oh, you like that piece from that thing? Oh, great. Oh, that resonates with you. Oh, great. Oh, you want to do this thing that you've always known works better for you, but you never did? Oh, you should do that thing. So that's step one and step two is, is it's, it's really, right? It's like, what failures are holding you back now? And then what do I want to stop doing? So if you do those two things, you really set yourself up for step three, which is the choosing one. Um, looking at marketing marketing stuff that doesn't work for them. I'm calling it old school marketing. So it's artificial urgency, cart open, cart closed. I'm never doing this thing ever again. And then they do it the next year. Like it's the, it's things that are not authentic. That doesn't work for you. And maybe you've done it. I know I've done it. I admit it. I've done it. Then you want to put that on your list of things I'm not going to do anymore. This is what I'm going to stop. Uh, quantity versus quality, like throwing a ton of bonuses in that maybe not even are relevant, all relevant because, you know, and here's what I want to say, y'all. I'm not saying these things don't work. I'm not saying that the way that some, that people are teaching these systems, I'm not saying they don't work. I'm saying that it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me. It didn't really work for me because it didn't feel good. And there's other ways to do it. So you have a choice. Uh, limiting access to create scarcity. I am so over that. So in when all of my programs, when you work with me, you get access. I am the one. I'm the, like if you are interested in the unlaunch incubator, I'm going to be the one that you talk to about it. I don't, I used to have salespeople. I don't anymore. For me, it was like too much distance between me and the person I'm going to work with. And then I'm now I'm trying to get to know them when I should have gotten to know them when they were like deciding whether to work with me. And I love using the Voxer app. It's a walkie talkie. A lot of my clients have access to me on that. And, and so I just work with fewer people. I don't leverage up with lots of people. You know, I, I, there was a time where I had hundreds of people in multiple programs and it was just so much to hold. And if that's you, that's okay. That just wasn't me. And I think that there, it is, you can simplify in your business to, and have high profitability and, and do things in the way that you want to do, including your marketing. Automation used to stimulate intimacy, you know, bots and things like that. Old school also is very rigid and scheduled. I'm going to talk to you about flow if you choose to do something that's more in flow. Overproduced and expensive. Like now I feel like we don't, you know, like we don't, I used to have a whole video studio in my separate bedroom with the green screen and the teleprompter and the whole thing. And now I'm like with my phone, you know, it's like, it's, it's not necessary. And it's, and, and your ideal clients, if you're resonating with, they probably don't need any of that as well. Another thing that you might want to put on your, I want to stop doing list is pushing content, just lots of pushing of content. 
that's just very noisy versus like when you land on your soapbox, oh, it's just so juicy and so potent that you're going to get the attention of the people that you're supposed to help. When we water it down and we kind of try to speak to everybody, it's not fulfilling for us. And it, and it often sounds like, and, and is landed and feels like noise to others. There's a, there's a big piece of surrender to this whole thing. And, but I, I found that because I was grasping so hard at the things that I thought were going to make me money, I was not really connected to what was feeling good to me. And then I made the money and it didn't feel good. So I don't know if me being there and getting the t-shirt of the seven figures helps you at all kind of pierce the veil of, of that being your panacea. But like really the most important thing is for you to, to define your own success is really for you to define your own success. So let's see. Okay, so we, we've reviewed the steps. Confess, stop, and then choose. We, do, we gave you question for confess, what past marketing failures are holding you back now. We gave, gave you a question for stopping, what doesn't work for me in my marketing that I'd like to stop doing. A couple things that I wanted to share uh, that I stopped, and, I, and it was was uh, this idea of a strategy session where you don't tell somebody that part of the part of what you may talk about is uh, that you're going to work that you might work together. So this sort of blind strategy bait and switch kind of thing. I stopped doing that. Um, I now have a new whole training called the authentic strategy session, which has been super fun for me to create. Also, I didn't like a speaking model that was very rigid and didn't give interaction and you know, didn't want, you didn't want to give too much when you spoke and you held back your best stuff. I don't do that anymore. Now I believe that when I give my best stuff, I get my best clients. So the next piece of this is, is for me to go more deeply into step three. I'm going to give you five, five unmarketing strategies that you could use right away. Oftentimes this really hits your creative juices and you can kind of start to see things and you'll see places you've been holding back where you can give more Okay, so we talk about redefining our success. Part of that is how we want to feel in our business. Like for my unmentored people, when I check in with them each week, I say, what are your intentions for the week? What do you want to do? And who do you want to be? Because it's not just the doing. It's also how we want to feel in our business. Hardly ever anyone talks about that. I want to know from you, I want you to really think about this. Which one of these aspects would be, a, would be the biggest game changer for you? So like if, if your marketing was more enjoyable, like try that one on, like if I really loved it, how would that change the game for me? Well, for me, it would, I would want to do it, right? So like I wanted to get on Facebook Live and talk about the Marketing Reset Retreat because I was so excited about it. I was on my soapbox, you know? I'm not motivated all the time, y'all. I'm not always high energy, but the flexibility of the way that I designed my unlaunch really helped me enjoy it. If you were more unapologetic, like, so there's some of you, I want you to really check in. Do you hold yourself back? Like, do you hold back what you say? You don't really totally say it. That's GFR commandment number three. Don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite. If you hold back yourself in your marketing, that could be a huge game changer if you let that loose. And that's, we're going to talk about that in your soapbox. Maybe if you were more inspired, it would be a game changer. Or maybe you just want to feel more generous. Like, I just, I loved not charging for that retreat on Friday. It was just so fun. It was, it was 
yeah, I just, I just felt like I can open up my arms and I felt like I could help anybody who wanted help. But that doesn't mean that I need to work with everybody. So that's the other thing. When you're more generous in your marketing, and I guess I'm talking ahead, of, um, I'm speaking ahead because that's one of the strategies we're going to talk about. But when you're more generous in your marketing, get this one, you actually don't need a low-end program. Because oftentimes clients will come to me, I need a low-end program because I really feel like I'm supposed to help the masses. I'm supposed to help millions of people. I have a goal to help a million people. I need a low-end program because not everybody could afford me. What happens is when you're generous in your marketing and you really give your best stuff in your marketing. Now, it's not all of your stuff, but you give really good, some of your best stuff in, in your marketing. You actually help millions. You are accessible to everybody. It's why I have my GFR podcast and there's like at least 12 episodes that are me teaching and those are there forever for anybody. There's one on unlaunch. <laughs> you know, when you, when your marketing gives your best stuff, you get to, you get to fulfill your mission of, and you feel like I'm getting to help people. Like there's this scarcity and sort of holding back when our marketing is too structured or when, you know, we've been told like, don't give them too much. You don't want them to feel too served. You don't want them to feel like they got it all. But there's so much flexibility within that. And uh, anyway, you get to really feel like you're serving when you're generous. So which one of these would be a game changer for you? And this is important because um, we're so focused on the doing of marketing and not the being. And I used to say when I was t doing my launches for, for the conscious marketing stuff, I would say it's not so much what you're doing or not doing in your marketing. It's what you're saying or not saying. And now I feel like it's not so much what you're doing or not doing, it's how you're feeling <laughs> and who you're being in your marketing. So thanks for those of you that are participating in the chat. Yeah, those are really big game changers. So thank you for everybody and all your participation. I could feel you kind of following along with me. You know, sometimes the, the idea that our work is our healing and our healing is our work, our work and seeing how the baggage of the past and how we see it, how that's holding us back is, is a bit to grok. And so my intention is that you, you're getting it in enough that, that you're seeing how important it is to just take, take some time to, re, to, to do those questions and just take some time to heal around your marketing and the, the value of that. It's really been phenomenal for me to be holding this space. We did the first Unlaunch Incubator a year ago. And before that, I was sort of teaching it piecemeal, you know, to my one-on-one -on -one clients and like, generous, we need to be generous. And then, you know, we talked about how can I be more generous? And we had so much fun exploring that. And um, it's been amazing to see the impact and the change in their mindset and all of the magic that they're creating. And it's, yeah, it's really, really cool. So the first thing that we're going to talk about, so we're going to go through five uh, of these strategies, and the first one is your soapbox, and this is the one where we're going to do kind of a bit of a workshoppy type thing. Your soapbox is the stand that you want to take. Your soapbox is what you shout from a rooftop if you could. Um, your soapbox is if you had a billboard on the side of the road and you could say anything, what would it say? So I actually have a few questions I'm going to give you that you can get to what your soapbox is. But before I do that, I'm going to give you some examples. 
so guess what the first one is? <laughs> it is the soapbox for when we unlaunched the unlaunch <laughs> last year. It's okay to hate launches. I got to tell you, when I said this, like it was great for me to say it. I felt like the juice of it. And it really, like people were like, oh, thank you, Lord. Give me an alternative, you know. Another soapbox um, of mine is you don't need another mentor. So I really believe that evolving experts you know, those of us that are seasoned, the last thing we need is another system. Somebody else's, you should do it this way. That's, I feel like that's the last thing we need. So that was fun to talk about. One of my clients, Linda Fletcher, her soapbox is unhappiness is unacceptable. Another example from Aaron, the only thing between you and your next best career are the lies you tell yourself. And uh, I didn't share this yet, but each, once you do your soapbox, then there's declarations that go under it. And so her declarations were all these lies and it made for an amazing campaign. She had, she did, she loves videos. So she did a video for each and it was amazing. So uh, last soapbox example is your health and diet are not a one size fits all prescription. It's another one of my clients, Danya. So I know if you're here, you have a soapbox. There is something that if you weren't worrying about what people thought you would say, well, it's time to say it. I don't think we could waste any more time with those of us that are here to help and heal the planet, us holding back. So that is the foundational principle of the unmarketing or unlaunch process is, is claiming this soapbox. Here's a, a, like a, an example of the soapbox and the declarations. And this is the first step in the unlaunch process. We call it your unlaunch umbrella. You have your soapbox. It's like literally an umbrella. I had my, my daughter, Bella, is a budding graphic designer. I had her create an umbrella with all like the declarations kind of leading up to the soapbox on the top. And then anyway, it worked, worked, it, the metaphor worked. So the first declaration, marketing should not feel stressful. So I use that in video content. I use that in social posts, you know, so you could see that it kind of starts to create itself. And then um, and then you choose your own adventure of how you like what platforms do you want to use and what you know and how do you want to be out there with your content. That is the the freedom of it. So so here are the questions for you to think about your soapbox. And by the way, you're really stuck on this, and you just and you know that this is a key for you. I would love to talk with you because I feel like when we have a desire to land on what this is. It means that we're, we're wanting to say something that we haven't been saying in our marketing. And I feel like the breakthrough on the other side is what is your way of getting out there with your marketing when you, when you really land on what you're going to say. So um, these are your soapbox questions. And you can just pick one if you want. You don't need to get stressed over it being short and sweet and to the point. Because sometimes people, when they like, haven't really given themselves permission to think about what they really want to be saying, there's a flood that happens. Then you kind of have to pick where to, you know, pick one to start with. Pick a soapbox for your, you know, your first on launch, because a lot of you have a lot to say. <laughs> so yes, you can have multiple soapboxes. So here's the questions: What do you take a stand for? What does the fire in your belly have to say? <laughs> I like that one. Um, what does your ideal aligned client need to know? What do they need to know? You know, I have a client that um, doesn't believe in taking medication for specific symptoms. She said, I've been holding back saying that I don't take medication because I was afraid I was going to get in trouble or 
something. She's like, but now she's just saying it all over the place. And it's a fascinating how it's completely transformed her business, even her offers, because she's now claiming her soapbox. I'm of another client that thought that she taught sales. And uh, when this last question, what truth do you want to shout from a rooftop? She said, when I was really holding space for her in the unlaunch incubator to get clear on this, she said, you know what it is? It's like everybody thinks they're, they hate sales, but they don't. They just have stuff around money. <laughs> and that's what makes them hate sales. So it's not about sales. It's about money. And so that was her new soapbox. So it just changed everything. And then that dictated her offers and it dictated what she charges and it, and it made marketing feel fun again. So that's what's possible. That's what's possible. I would love to hear, what are you thinking around your soapbox? You don't have to have it perfect, but even just uh, soapbox in progress, I'd be happy to hear. And then we could do a little coaching with you or give you permission to say the thing that you want to say that you're not saying. Hey, Miss Shelley, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> so good to see you, Lisa. Really, I'm so excited. I, I feel like I don't know, like I've come home, like, Yay. You know, I felt like when I was in Peru and I entered this cave and it, anyway, I, I just feel like I've come home. So thank you. All, all the rhetoric, all the language, everything is just resonating to my fucking heart. And I am so relieved is what I feel totally 100% relieved that I don't have to go that route of the hype, of the of the the manipulation, of the oh, if you don't get this in the next two seconds, then you're gonna die. I mean, it's like holy no, God, I can't, I can't. Anyway, all right. So my soapbox is partially that 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 um, I believe in my heart, and I have believed that you know marketing doesn't have to be that way, and it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be that way. I mean, for me in what I do, I'm a, I'm a life coach and a death midwife. So I mm. teach people how to live a yummy, delicious life all the way to the end. Wow. Wow. And that is really, really important. And I believe that, uh, that's a very important part of the journey. I mean, why live half a life? Why live half a life? So, yeah. um, all the way to the end. So that's, that's my soapbox. So you don't have to live half a life. You can live a full, you can give yourself permission to live a joyful life. And why the hell not? What are you waiting for? The last breath? That's not. Oh, I like that. I want that part in it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that was, that was, that was your attitude coming out. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, exactly. that's what we want in the soapbox, right? We like, yeah. Give yourself permission to live a, did you say joyful life? A yummy, delicious life or joyful life. I mean, yeah. Those, yeah. And what are you waiting for? Your last breath? Question mark. Right, exactly. like that. Yes, I love this for you. And um, and here's here's a part about the evolving experts ascension model and the idea that our work is our healing, and our healing is our work. Because if this, you know, you're gonna totally see this instantly. You're teaching people about a joyful life. If you are not joyful in your business, if you are not joyful in your marketing, it's going to F it all up. 
do you, if you're not joyful in washing the dishes, in cooking, in anything that you do, it doesn't make a difference. You see, the thing is when you're joyful, when you live life fully and you just take it, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't yes. make any difference yes. what you do. You could be a janitor, you could be a, a, a president, you could be a sick. Yes. It doesn't matter what you yes. do. And it matters exactly. how you are in yes. And and Shelly, I want you to drop into your own personal space and your own personal story with your business. Me, Shelly, if I am not, that's why what I'm saying to you is like speaking to your soul. That's right. Because there's a big healing piece there for you to give yourself permission to do it your way. Yeah. And I guarantee you it's going to give you a breakthrough in your confidence. It makes you cry. Yeah. In your value and you owning your space. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I'm so glad you're in the GFR squad. Me too. Um, so, so glad. And happy to talk with you about the Unlaunch Incubator. I think, you know, we can do some. I magic. would like to talk to you about that. Yeah, let's do that. And, you know, and we'll see, you know, it, yeah, it, it's definitely more skin in the game than the GFR squad, but, but the payoff is huge and, you know, we can always figure out the money part. So. Yeah, I think it would be great. And I, you, I'm so, I hate not interacting with people. I could not wait to unmute and have people talk. And when I did, and you said all those things, it was just like, ah. Well, you, 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 you get to receive it now. Now is part of the, you know, the giving and the receiving and, and thank you you to be able to receive it is a beautiful thing to witness and watch. And uh, we all need to learn that lesson to be able to give and receive because so that's, true. that's a key factor. So yeah, I will keep I, it with my, with what is my business. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And I really appreciate, you, you know, I really appreciate your contribution to me in this moment because I, I feel like everybody that's in my orbit now, whether you're in the GFR squad or unlaunch or unmentor, like for me, I'm not like up here and everybody else is down here. Like everybody around me is so amazing. And the contribution to each other, we're all leaders, like, and there's not a lot of places for us leaders to go to receive. We can't, and, and I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with people that are looking to work with me and they're like, I can't do a group. Groups are draining. And I'm like, not my groups. Because my groups are all people that feel drained by other groups. Like my groups are full of leaders and you know, it's, it's, it's a whole other thing. So I'm so glad you're in my orbit, Shelly. I can't wait to get to know you more yeah, and talk too. to you about the incubator and have you in the squad and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'd like And that. I love your soapbox. Make sure you don't leave out that last part. What oh, are you going to wait for your last me. breath? That's right. <laughs> I know my friend makes fun of me because he always says, he says, I always say, what are you waiting for? When are you going to let yourself enjoy the moment? <laughs> don't let that, keep that fire going. I love that part of you. That's awesome. And I apologize because I need to take somebody to get their second vaccine shot. And I was on a Zoom call, so I didn't get to have all the juicy time that I wanted with you. But at least I got some. Yes, this is great. And then we'll get some one-on-one time when we talk about the uh, incubator. So that'll be great. Okay, great. Awesome. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you. (laughs) Miss Julia, go ahead and unmute. Hello. Hello. How, how, which of the soapbox questions landed for you? Or is it like all of them? <laughs> soapbox questions. Okay. Um, or you could share whatever you wanted to share. I, I, I'm happy to. One soapbox at a time. How about that? Yes. Yes. One soapbox um, at a time. <laughs> well, you know, obviously I'm here because we have uh, one of the same soapboxes. 
which is what I've been calling just normal marketing because I'm nice. <laughs> One of my Stop friends being. calls Stop it being. marketing because she's very direct. Don't worry about being normal, proper, polite. GFR commandment number three. <laughs> we call it fucking marketing on this crime. Yeah. But anyway, um, as like, like yesterday I was thinking, oh my God, you know, traditional marketing so betrayed me. Mm. And, um, and, and I cannot count how many times because I started off very idealistically at 18, going to be going to a school in New York to become a graphic designer, to be in Manhattan to change the world with beautiful design. And uh, once I got to Manhattan, I discovered that mm -mm, that's not what marketing is about. It's about brainwashing, lying, and hyping to people. And so I left Manhattan when I was just 25 and started on this really bizarre trajectory of just following whatever my guidance right and i ended up on grateful dead tour for like four years i learned about sales on dead tour i awesome. feel like that should be a sales book though some totally. other people have already what i learned from sales from the grateful dead <laughs> yeah yeah uh -huh. from tour from dead tour dead but tour. Uh, there's there's some other books kind of like there's a marketing like the dead book so i was like hmm, hmm anyway it, i haven't done the book anyway but um and so I come to this place where, you know, I absolutely know and have taught and have this big platform around what I say is the you know, reasons why marketing the normal way will sabotage your heart-based business, absolutely sabotage it, including blueprints because like, I know yeah. one more blueprint formula system <laughs> you're trying to follow somebody's yeah. system and there's you know there's some people like let's just say somebody that no I'm not naming names anymore I decided but somebody who says like if you don't do it exactly this way like first of all you have to keep going back to the beginning of the program which when I was tw in tw 12th grade and we were in calculus in 12th grade in high school. And the teacher kept saying, you should go back to algebra one. You know, how en enrolling was that? Right. How like, empowering. No, I quit that, that class. <laughs> I quit math forever. You know, yeah. I just said, forget you. I'm not going to try to do calculus. I'm an artist. I don't need this. Whatever. What do I need this for? And so that's what that reminds me of. Oh, go back to the beginning and go through the, the steps again. You didn't do yeah. the steps right. Not like that my steps might not work for you because right. how could they possibly work for every single person on the planet? Right, right. And my other pet peeve is what I used to call drive-by niche picking syndrome, where they made you pick a niche because that was the first step because it is the first step to know who you're talking to, but they would sort of force you to pick something just so you can move on to the next step, you know, oh, and, right. you know. right? Yeah. Drive by niche picking syndrome. And, you know, and that's, you know, for, for, that's a good years. one. Oh yeah. For that was, that's a key part of what we I could would do a real great banter back and forth oh, with oh, totally. all of the, Oh yeah. You and I should, you said to talk, but I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear a soapbox. You got a soapbox? that you identified? So the soapbox is really, you're one of them, let's just say, your authentic self 
is the most attractive thing about you. Ooh, I love That's it. That's the soapbox. And I so everything it. that you do has to be completely authentic, which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, because it's, if, well, one reason is if you think like attracts like, right? You're attracting people like you. How are they going to even recognize you when you're lying like that? <laughs> like the way they tell you to, you know, yeah. I mean, just even in the little ways they tell you to, which are soul sapping, um, it's like the 101 headlines that will get an open, right? It's just starting there. Yeah. You're like, oh, I should use this headline, even though it has no meaning whatsoever to it, me, because I understand this will get an open, you know, that kind of thing. Starting there, you're just like, oh, whatever I have to say isn't worth anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, I love I feel like you're the you're the the graphic or the design, you're the visual like yin to my yang around yeah. messaging and stuff. <laughs> and and you know, we had an awesome spontaneous chat last night on Messenger, which I was so delighted. I very much enjoyed. It was delightful. And 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 I knew it was gonna inf inform me today. And it's just you well, know I even did your thing I said I wouldn't refuse to do. Yes. So, uh, so I I what would I do differently? Relax and hire more help. Yes. How right. many people have that as what you would do different? What would you stop doing? <laughs> I mean, it's like that was that's like the most key thing, I think, yeah. for me. Yeah. Because if I go to the thing I don't like to do, which is everything after I finish their design, their website design and their branding and all the conversations. And yeah. now we're talking about production. I don't want to do any of it. Yeah. Except for maybe a little bit, but maybe not yeah. even a little bit. Yeah. And I okay. love that you're admitting that because that was part of the vibe that I got from our conversation last night. And it's like this gal that the, the, the financial gal that I was talking to that had this awful client that thought she thought I have to keep this client because it's 25%, like all of the little stuff that you're holding on to that you yeah. really don't want me doing. It's static. It's just goop. Like it's just clogging you totally. Oh my up. gosh. And not only that, the people that used to be in love with me before that part hate me at the end. I, I know that's an exaggeration, but, but I hear you. Yeah, because well, you're not in alignment with that apology. part. Yeah, like at some point along the line, I have to say I'm sorry. Right. right, and that's where, like in that ascension model at the bottom, where it says my clients succeed and I succeed, it's because we're so much more in alignment you know, and we're enjoying it. Like they're, they feel good about what we're doing. Like, you know, people always tell, oh, Lisa, I love your energy. It's, it, that's why people love my energy because I'm making sure I'm doing what I love, <laughs> you know, it's just not freaking easy. When I'm doing so much... what I know how to do and nobody uh, else knows how to do uh, the okay. way I do it. But like, it's not unteachable. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just that I've been not teaching it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I obviously would love to talk with you longer. I have somebody else who has a hand raised. Yes, but she does. If, if, if it resonates with you, I would love to have. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm game, you know, just, I, I don't, I'm like in a weird place. So I think that would be a good t time for a weird conversation. Yeah. I'm all up for a weird conversation. Yeah. I'm so glad you're here, Julia. This is so Thank awesome. You. Thank you. You're welcome.
All right. So I'm going to go to Deanne here in just a minute. Um, I can see your, your transition, hand up, hand down. Now you're in the car. Um, so uh, this is awesome. I mean, so super awesome, y'all. So, so for those of you that are watching on the recording, you know, please take some time to, to look at these four questions, pick at least one, and to really start to look at what am I taking a stand for? And you can see with my conversation with both Julia and with Shelly that, that there's where do we hold back? What do we not say? And when we start saying this stuff, y'all, oh my gosh, it makes marketing not feel like marketing. It makes it feel like I am helping people. And by the way, you also get to get clients that pay you too while you do it. So yeah, I'm super excited. And again, if you want to talk about um, the incubator, you're not you know, sure about it. I'm going to share more at the end of the call, more, some more details about it, but I would love to talk to you. Anybody watching on the recording or whatever, would love to talk to you about Explore, see if it's a match. I don't let, I don't really want anybody in who's not a match. So don't worry about, yeah, don't worry about that. We're, we're, we won't move forward unless it feels like it's really going to make sense for you. All right, Miss Deanne, go ahead and unmute. Would you like to share, are you sharing your soapbox? So my soapbox is, well, let me just say this, that um, since I have come into your sphere, um, which has been just a, well, I mean, I, you know, I met you obviously, you know, last year, but I've really just kind of come into your sphere and now into the GFR squad just in the last few months and really kind of connected with you and really, I connected with your message before, but I really like, I've, I've been with like your message is, is, is resonating with me. And so um, it's been really good because it's really, it's really given me permission to, um, to, to be okay with evolving, you know, like my message has evolved. And like, I, when I started this, it was focusing on the midlife journey. And, um, and now I, my soapbox is uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on evolving leaders. And my soapbox is be your fierce, fired up, fucked up, you know, be your fierce, flawed, fucked up, fired up self. <laughs> like embrace the dark shit because that's actually where your superpower is. That is where like your that. breakthrough is. I like is. that. I like that part. Embrace the dark shit because that's where your superpower is. I like that. Because mm, okay. the, the first thing you said, which is great, I like the, I'm, I'm a sucker for alliteration, but it also has a question mark of why. Why do I want to embrace all that? And then you said it afterwards. You said it because that's the yeah. best stuff. So I like that part too. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, and it's where, who I'm interested in, in, in working with are, you know, evolving leaders who are committed to, to um, making an impact in their own lives and in the world. And yet that that only comes through their own deep inner work. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So I'm, I'm really looking for people who are already on that, on that journey, <clears throat> but the container that I deliver that in, I think I'm still playing with, like, you know what I mean? So, um, so anyway, that's the soapbox. And one of the things that I did recently, I did my first YouTube, like official YouTube video. Awesome. And, um, and I was, um, so I like launched my channel and in the process of that, I decided to completely rebrand because when I started this, like my, my colors, even my branding colors were like peace and calm and joy. And now I'm all about like 
be your fierce fucked up self, you know, like be fierce about, you know, the message that you have to share in the world and be fierce about doing your own inner work and standing in that fucking shadow because that's where you're going to get what it is that you're meant to teach in the world and what you're meant to do in the world. So, I love um, so that's basically what I, what I conveyed in my, um, in my video, I'll have to share it with you. And, um, and it's gotten fabulous reception so far. Yeah. And so I feel like the messaging just con- it continues to get clearer. And it's all it is, is me digging into my own work. Yes, that's all it is. Like I reached out to you yesterday. Right? (laughs) Yesterday I was deep up in my shit. I was (laughs) dancing with my shadow, and then I reached out to you and left you a message, and realized that the message never recorded. And then I was like, "Well, fuck it. I guess that was just for me then. It wasn't even like I didn't even apparently need to reach out to Lisa. It was just for me. And it just, it's, it's what's what's huge about that is just it's exactly what you teach, which is just the permission to acknowledge what that thing is. I did that and I only did it to myself. I didn't even leave the message for you yet. Just having the permission to speak it out loud, just to confess it out loud. This is where I am. um, Just allowed the shift to start to happen. So anyway, I don't know if I answered your question. You did. I loved it. um, You know, you're, uh, you're a flag carrying GFR squad member in full, in full, Mm -hmm. in full glory. And I, I love, I love, uh, watching you come alive in this work and you know you doing that YouTube video one of the other strategies the next one on the list actually is to choose your own adventure and it is about like mm-hmm. what are we inspired what action are we inspired to take versus what are the things that they say I should be doing damn it I'm not doing Facebook enough you know it's like no I just wanted to be on a video okay do a video okay where does the video go and where should I put it and like it you know it it's so when we when you so the principle the strategy is choose your own adventure and then when we get to do it in the unlaunch incubator it's like okay what's the platform what's the content how often like you know how can I repurpose this thing like maybe you just do that one video and it's like six things you know so there's so much possibility but it starts with the soapbox and it starts with that inspiration and, and then it starts with the next inspired action so bravo love it thank you well for i feel like that soapbox yeah. is getting clearer so hey. and it's still evolving but i'm really okay with it evolving because it yes. continues to get clearer each time i evolve it we never, it, stop. It gets clearer. We never, we never yeah. stop evolving and i remember when i was teaching conscious marketing i would say well you'll now have a system to make sure your message is in alignment as you evolve and i had no really idea how true it was and now it's like now the, with the unlaunch it's now you're going to create a process for getting out there for implementing for the doing of the marketing that also can evolve as you evolve. So I love it. And I love you, Deanna. Thank Deanne. Thank you for being love here. <laughs> All thank right. Yeah. Thank you so much. I just want to say welcome. y'all are, um, I just am so appreciative of this community and, and how much you give. And so thank you for doing this follow up today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for showing up. I love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. So I want to make sure that you have all five strategies. Um, and so I mentioned a few of them. I actually mentioned most of them, but I want you to kind of see them in the list. So that so we have the soapbox, and you can continue to work on that. And um, you know, share with me your send me an email, share your soapbox with me, a messenger. I would love to hear it. It really is the fuel for everything. Um, the next strategy is choosing your own adventure, and and Dan just gave such a great example of 
an example of what does it look like to choose my own adventure in my marketing. Now, in the unlaunch, it's pretty systematic in terms of how we help you really decide what your strengths are and what your preferences are. But you can do this. You don't, you know, you could do it with us, but you can also do it on your own. So what are you going to do right now to choose your own adventure? And the, the next unmarketing strategy is generosity. And I, I gave you a few examples like this is a generous interactive event. It's not a webinar. It's not a class. You know, we have all kinds of fun names that we, we, you have to choose from with your generous interactive event and, and you get clear on what your call to action is. And there's some other key elements in there that I'm all, I'm demonstrating here, but where else can you be more generous? Maybe there's something that you've charged for in the past and it's time to give it for free. Sometimes when I say that people have huge light bulb moments. So what is something that you've charged for in the past? And maybe it's time to give it for free. Give your best stuff, get your best client. Be mindful of where you're holding back and, 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 and I would have you question, do I, need to, do I need to keep holding back? The four strategies, authenticity. So like I, right up front, I said, there's two ways to play with me, GFR squad, unlaunch incubator. Here's where you go to apply for the incubator. Like I'm being completely transparent with, I'm not making it sort of like a, where we're all waiting for the offer to happen, you know, and I'm being super clear that when we have that unlaunch incubator conversation that, you know, you're going to get super, you're going to get a lot of value out of looking at that conversation so we can see if you have a soapbox that really will fit and suit, be suitable for an unlaunch. And if you're ready to unlearn, you know, things like there's a lot of things you need to have in place. And then, hey, my authenticity is we'll talk about, see if you're a fit for the incubator, if it, you know, if, if it feels good, right? So that's authenticity. Where can you be more authentic, both in your message, say the things, right? Say the things that you're not saying, that GFR commandment number three, don't worry about being normal, proper, or polite, right? We talked about that with Julia, like where she was like, well, what if I would really say it, right? It's time to say it, people. It's time to say it. And then my favorite one, y'all, is flow. We have, flow is a pillar of the unlaunch approach because you can pick your, pick your content, pick your platforms, have your soapbox. Um, do all the things, but in, in, in a way where things happen in the divine right time, in a way where it changes as you go, in a way where clients will come out of the blue. They may not even come from the same place that you're thinking. So really honoring flow. So we actually have things you do to honor the flow. And sometimes we just don't know how to be in flow unless someone kind of tells us how. So we have put that into the unlaunch process, but where could you put that in your process today where you said, I'm going to do a Facebook live every Thursday at 11 o'clock. I don't know why we think that we need to do things consistently on the same day at the same time. That is a complete fallacy. That is like, that is run rampant. I don't, I, I, it does not need to happen that way, especially if that does not feel good to you. So where could you be more in flow and give your permission to stop doing the things right? To step two of the reset process, stop doing the things that are not working for you. So those are your five unmarketing elements. Soapbox, choose your own adventure, generosity, authenticity, and flow. <sighs> and I'm excited to hear how you start to utilize these things right away and give yourself that marketing reset. And so just like 
in our final moments here, again, I want to remind you, if you really like the whole idea of the confessions and being real and the healing and stop what's not working and being in a space where that's happening, that's the GFR squad. It's $20 a month, y'all. I have a link here. Did I put that in the chat? I'm going to put that in the chat. Would love to have you. And if you're watching on the replay, I believe there's a link below, but it's GFR life forward slash squad we have a really nice group going there i think we're about 70 or 80 and uh, we have the monthly calls and we have about i don't know 20 on the monthly calls and uh, we just pick a commandment for that theme for that month and we dive in and it's a great conversation and there's also additional training available and there is swag there is swag oh here i have a picture of the swag there's swag um you get a sticker and a button and you get um a you know, printed out GFR commandment, a pocket card, not pocket, but kind of like eight and a half by, yeah, I don't know, five by seven, something like that. So that's the GFR squad. So I hope you'll at least join us for that. And then of course we have our unlaunch incubator, our unlaunch incubator. And what I'm so loving about this, having this offer is that it really creates a container for those of you that want to walk this thing out. And and for those of you that want your marketing to feel differently, want your business to feel differently, if you really want it to feel differently, you have to do something very different in a big radical way in order to get that result, um, unless you want to take a lot of time doing it. So just a little bit about the incubator, three months, and it isn't a learn it, learn about how to do an unlaunch and then do it someday. We're going to be learning it and you're going to be doing it. And you're going to be learning it. You're going to learn the generous interactive event, and then you're going to create yours and name it and conce conceive it. You know, um, you're you're going to be deciding and figuring out what your soapbox is, and then your declarations. You're going to be creating all of that. And at the end, you're going to have a way to get out there that works for you. Some people use the unlaunch just in little spurts, like like this is an example where I did the thing on Friday and did part two today, and then there's going to be actually another part in a couple weeks. So this is a little spurt, but some people like I'm, they do like unlaunches, like mini unlaunches, like every other month with a generous interactive event. Some people do it without even doing a generous interactive event. So you get to create, you choose your adventure. That's what's so cool about it. And it will be there with you forever as you evolve. And um, by the way, I have a partner in the unlaunch. Her name is Erin Tilston, and she's an amazing marketer, uh, social media strategist. She's really great with helping people nail down their timeline. She just, yeah, so you get both of us in the incubator for those 12 weeks. So would love to talk with you about it, see if it's a fit. When you go to F launches, <laughs> I love saying that. When you go to flaunches.com forward slash incubator, there's a, a, a fairly, you know, it's a good number of questions there, but it will make our, our, our conversation, like we'll be able to hit the ground running because I'll know what your past experience is and what your intentions are, goals are, and all that good stuff. So please take time to fill that out and, and we'll have a great conversation. We will really look to see if you're ready to claim that soapbox. Some people are not ready. They're not in that stage. And we'll look to see if the ROI is there for you. What do I mean by that? Like, is this the thing that's holding you back? If it's not, then it's really, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to put you in it. Right. I don't try to sell anybody anything, you know, it's all a partnership and you need to be ready to unlearn and let go of things that are not serving you. Like if you're still holding on to, but they told me I need to send emails on Wednesday at noon. And like, you're not ready to let that go. It probably won't work. And you need to be willing to invest again in your mission. And I know that 
many of you have invested a lot. And I, I believed this about my marketing messaging thing. Like if you don't have that piece down, you need to make one more investment. And I believe that about the unlaunch incubator. If you don't have a way to get out there that feels good to you, then you, then I feel like you may as well choose to do something else. Um, and, uh, you know, somebody that was an incubator grad that was on the call on Friday said, you know, really was the difference between me quitting or not was, was, was getting this. And she had been her, had her business for 10 years and never, got the marketing point down and now she's done three on launches in five months. So, um, because she loves it, she's having fun. So yeah, it's an investment <laughs> and we'll talk about that and there's payment plans and all that, but let's, let's, let's just start with a conversation and see if it's a fit. So go to flaunches.com for trust incubator. We give you a framework where there's lots of flexibility. There's something that we call the snowball where you're doing a series of things and you're evolving the content and the messaging as you get feedback and you learn more about what people are thinking and saying, teach you how to do something called the conversation Kickstarter post and social that gives you a lot of good stuff that fuels your messaging. So this is the framework. What's not on here. So this is like, oh, great, Lisa, this is how you do an unlaunch. Yeah, except What's not represented here is some of the additional things that I figured out how to do also authentically and in flow, which is how do I host an event, a, a talk, and get clients from it in a way that feels good. So that's the generous interactive event. You get that training and templates with this. Um, the authentic strategy session, so the offer of the strategy session, which is what exactly what I'm, I'm demonstrating now, how to do an authentic offer of a conversation, how to do the conversation, how to screen for the conversation, that whole training you get also with the unlaunch. So, because this is, this, is, this is the thing that they don't tell you when they, when they tell you, you've got to do it this way, is they'll say, oh yeah, people made $100,000 with this in 90 days, but you know what? They also knew how to enroll people. They also had an offer that was probably, you know, a high ticket, right? There's all these pieces. So we include all of that in the unlaunched so that there's no part where it breaks down, right? And that's, that's, that's what I'm so, I'm really excited about that. And then of course you get my classic conscious marketing. It's now called cash through clarity marketing message program also in this. So instead of like the top 10 headline questions you must use, we have something called the headline questions of attraction that you will create based on what you know your ideal clients are thinking. So, so much good stuff. I can't even talk all about it. And most importantly, it is customized to suit you, right? It is not a one size fits all. You must do this process. And if you fuck it up and you get bad results, it must be your problem. That's not how this goes. It's customized to suit you on your terms, on your timeline, based on your preferences and your strengths. You could see here now on the Ascension model, I had the circle around this GFR squad was those first two squares. If you are a candidate for unlaunch or even unmentored, and we can talk about that too, which is my longer, more, you know, one-on-one -on -one way that I work with people that we do talk about your marketing, but it's not the total focus like the incubator. But if you're in these two squares, like where you feel like my work is evolving, I'm ready to claim a new soapbox, and you really are looking at redefining your success and like claiming more of the value of your expertise, taking a stand at a new level, like you, that's where you know you're a fit for the unlaunch incubator. You are like playing in this 
part, just, you know, number three and number four in terms of your evolution in your process. If you're really in the vulnerability healing part and you just really want to play there, that's awesome. GFR squad is perfect. But if you're in the, I want to evolve my work, I want my new soapbox, I want my redefinition of success, you know, I want to celebrate more, I want to take a stand at a new level and have your business succeed also financially because of all of that yumminess, then that's where you want to look at the unlaunch incubator as an option. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's highly curated kind of invite only. I only say that to say that, you know, what, once we talk, I'll invite you if I feel like it, it's a fit, but you first have to raise your hand and fill out the application. Hello. Hello. Wasn't that fun? Especially the coaching with people that attended. Oh my gosh. I just love it. I love being able to hold up for people where their thinking is causing them stress and where it can be changed. And it's, it's quite amazing to hold space for people that are, you know, I know you all that are listening are in a place where you can be changing lives. You can be shifting our culture. You can be helping other people think differently or healing them. I just, I know that if you're listening, you're here on this planet in this lifetime to help people. And I just, my, I just, my very, very hope and wish and prayer is that you heard something that helps you help more people. I mean, honestly, I've been doing this marketing adjacent <laughs> related thing um, for 22 years. And it's all because I just want people doing awesome things to be helping more people. And that's you. So if you are interested in checking out the Unlaunch Incubator, you can go to my new website, lisachurney.com forward slash unlaunch, U-N-L-A-U-N-C-H. And you can get more information about how it works. You can apply. We do it, you know, I don't, there's no schedule for how often we um, offer the incubator, but you can go ahead and put your application in. And I'll let you know um, when the next one is and, you know, see if it's a match. And as always, I do love to hear from you. So uh, Facebook Messenger is great. I reply to every message I get. I also reply to every email that I get. So if you want to email me at hey, H-E-Y at G-F-R dot L-I-F-E, um, share with me your soapbox if you worked on that from the show you heard today or uh, any illuminations you've gotten. I just would love to hear from you. So remember, marketing doesn't need to feel like marketing and you are the one that gets to reset how you feel by giving yourself permission to find what feels good. All right, over and out for now. See you on the next episode.